This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Thank you for hanging out with us on this Tuesday, allegedly the most productive day of the week. You're on uh, Lori and Julia on MyTalk 1071. Everything entertainment streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, also on the MyTalk app. And we have a lot to get to. I think we are going to live up to the day's promise. I I think that we are. First of all, boy, did I learn a whole lot of new words yesterday that I didn't know went together. Actually, last night I learned these words. What were you watching? No, Casey, you know, he decided after getting a couple of salespeople excited about replacing our windows that he was going to do it himself, which I Schneider can figure out anything. And I backed off and I'm like, how will they look, though? Well, they're going to look, I, I mean, I have complete faith in, mm-hmm. in Casey. He, he can okay. do anything. I'm actually, I, I'm so attracted to him when yeah, he's doing blah, things blah, like blah. this around I, the house. That is, no, but I would agree. There's nothing sexier than when the man is doing handyman or the woman or whatever it is Whoever. to me. The happiest day. Yeah. Happiest I, day. You know, and he's assured me. With he's, the list. Was, that he's painting everything <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's an excellent painter. He's. He, you know, he really is. He's just, he's a hard worker. So he's replacing <laughs> these windows. And Holly, our house is old. I'm not saying the windows are original, but I know they have ropes in them. They have the ropes, the stashes. Oh, okay. so they're vintage. Vintage. Yes. Okay, so Casey's replacing the ropes. And this last but, night he was replacing the windows between the living room and our front porch. Uh-huh. Were you on the front porch reading? No, no. It's beautiful. Well, I was outside. I was like, you know, doing, you know, basket maintenance and just putt-putting around and calling my mom and laying in my hammock and drifting over to to say hi to a name. I mean, just, you know, I'm just wandering around in my two-by-two backyard, you know. And But I am hearing, like, bad words strung together (laughs) with miss added in front of it so imagine miss bleepity bleep bleep like call him, he, you mister and so he, he says that you mister weird who knows but he was just stringing the words together and um i knew it wasn't going well and then at about 8 30 I had I'd come in. The mosquitoes were sort of driving me out of the yard. Oh, please! And I thought, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch up because the best. I think this is the fourth season of the Cheyenne Showtime, mm-hmm. the third or fourth season. It's Lena Waithe's show, yeah. and it is. I love it. Casey dropped out of it. Yeah, I, there I were too many even, people. Yeah. But this is a really this la this this new season that started is really super good. So I'm just watching. The shy and I'm. Are they going to find Keisha? And I'm just amazed at the writing and acting on the show and how timely it is for what's happening right now because this show was maybe filmed or whatever nine mm-hmm. months ago. 
And all of a sudden, Casey comes in, goes to the refrigerator, gets a Miller Lite. Now, you know how little your brother Ab- drinks. Never. Yeah. Gets, gets a Miller Lite, sits down, cracks it open, and drains it in like three gulps. Tell me you're kidding no, me. Like, that never, like he never drinks. Are you kidding? A Miller Lite. I know. And I said, but, but did you figure it out? Because I heard all the words and the sounds. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did. I said, let's watch a little Poops Creek. Yeah. Because I think that show for levity and yeah. just to put you in a, you'll Happier just laugh place. out yes. loud. You laugh yes. out loud. And we've been dragging that show out because it's just sort of our little go-to mind cleansing show. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, I mean, Moira and Johnny Rose and, you know, the kids were making us laugh. But I mean, I was just like. Those are some words. Those are That's some so words. Funny. And, and he, he's not a moody guy or whatever no. for being a Scorpio. And I just, I just thought, I'm not saying a word. A word. <laughs> that's that's funny. I don't know because, if you guys learned any new words last night, but I learned some new. No, words. but I had a good laugh. Yeah, I had a good laugh that I needed desperately. Um, my neighbor, she's her kids have all moved out. And so, Lucky her. well, we're empty nesters and yeah. you get, you know, and she, but she's used to cooking for more than one. Right. I mean, this is recent for yeah, her. Yeah, okay. And so she brings over some food because I said, I really, I don't know. We had that little salad here yesterday and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know that I've, you know, whatever. I'm getting you some blah, brings it over. And she goes, and do you like watermelon? I've got a whole one. I go, yes. And I have pineapple cut up. Do you want some? And she just looks at me. And I burst out laughing because anytime I ask her to try any of my cooking, and granted, this is just slicing up a pineapple. She just denies it and says, no, thank you. Yeah. Why? You've got the pineapple curve? I couldn't stop yeah. laughing. I just couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, I I can cut a pineapple correctly. And just, Is there a both, wrong way to no, cut a pineapple? No, we just both burst out laughing because it's so funny because I'll make something and I'm like, do you want to try it? No, thank you. Yeah. Um, she, do you want to, she has all this dinner for me. You want some? Yes, please. Yes. And I give it to her. No, no, no. it's okay. It's too spicy. Nope, nope. I'm sure you made the recipe just like I did, but no. I don't want to try your version. Right. So it's just... It, we just like laughed so hard, and I'm like, I needed that laugh. Yeah, we need to. No, laugh. Holly can get a pineapple core. Julia got I me got one a couple of years well, that's ago. That's what I was gonna but say. I still use a knife. Yeah, but that high, that pineapple core is so nice. I might have to if get you one. buy. I if you like to, to buy one. when they're in season because it just well, they're delicious. You just stick I love that them. thing in, and it it kind of I don't I, know. See, and I've never used it. I'm so used because to cutting it myself. Because you waste a lot of pineapple when you cut it up yourself. That's sort of the thing. Right. How do you get this? Yeah, I It guess. pulls right out. It almost is like a wine a wine corker, but it's a pineapple corker. I might have to try that. Because seriously, I I do. Yeah. yeah Holly, did you learn any new words last night or any new skills? Or? I Beautiful. did not learn a damn thing. <laughs> not, nothing. Hey, that's all right, though. That's all right. Here's maybe a little uh, show assignment we could do if for Ooh. HBO oh. tonight. It's just a 90 minute thing. Alex Winters from Alex Winter from Bill and Ted's Excellent Venture. He spent like two years doing this. It's called Showbiz Kids. Oh, I saw that. And it's that. a documentary yes. and talking to all different you know kids that have, were working in Hollywood at whatever young age, and it's getting. Um, 
It's getting good reviews. I know Neil Justin would have it be one of his picks if he wasn't on vacation. Yes, right I now. would agree with you. But uh, it's getting that. some buzz, and I saw mm-hmm. Alex Winters was interviewed, I think, on Entertainment Tonight, and he—I didn't realize he was a child actor. Yes. Yes, he is. And it looks like in this documentary, they're going to talk to Henry Thomas, mm-hmm. who played Elliot on E.T. Elliot! The yeah. little girl Ouch. from Mrs. Doubtfire. That yes. Mars, she was in a couple different movies. But anyway, I just thought it might be kind of interesting. I know we all mm-hmm. have HBO. It might be good to watch tonight. Mm-hmm. Or DVR. And or DVR. And watch at your convenience. Yes. Later. All right, I listen. Like when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Happy Tuesday, everybody. We're going to be productive here on this Tuesday. And we're going to check in with uh, Paris Jackson. You know, she like three weeks ago, she launched on a Facebook watch series called Unfiltered Paris Jackson and Gabriel Glenn. And uh, Michael Jackson's daughter. That's right. Michael Jackson's daughter. And she and uh, her her guy, Gabriel, they have formed a group called the Soundflowers. Mm -hmm. And um, three weeks ago... Their EP came out. In three weeks, 482 EPs have been sold, which is... Just 400? 482. Well, not many people have, um, you know, turntables. Even even so, it's very, 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 very (laughs) disappointing. So she and her brother were on... (laughs) GMA this morning, I did check in with Roger Friedman because he always knows little gossipy bits, but he did have a story about her because he he posted a link and we're going to play it if we have time a little bit later. Um, You Look Glorious, beautiful song. Oh, it's beautiful. But he said that he has been hearing from Michael Jackson fans because you would kind of think Michael Jackson fans would support Paris Jackson, you know, his daughter, that if she's doing music that they would support her. And he has heard from his from Michael Jackson fans, and they are not supporting Paris Jackson because they think she doesn't like them. And according to Roger, he's like, she needs to make, you know, she needs those fans because they're an automatic base of buyers sure. and streaming. And so anyway, we're going to listen and see if she says anything in this GMA interview. Now, she did do it with her brother, Pear, uh, Michael Prince. Prince, excuse me, Prince. because he just did. Um, he's quite a little filmmaker. He, shot, he the shot the video for this. You look glorious. They did an extended play. Yes. And um, so let's just check in. It wasn't until the last like couple of years where I started calling myself a musician and embracing that, you know, the feeling that. I think I was born to do this. Her words, her style, her feelings. At 22, Paris Jackson, Michael Jackson's only daughter, is now a recording artist with bandmate Gabriel Glenn in the Soundflowers, letting the world in. I originally started writing music for myself just as like just to get things out to purge. I don't know, it just feels good to, to share it. It feels like not butterflies in your stomach, but in your heart. It's cool. The Soundflowers EP and Unfiltered, a docu-series featuring Paris on Facebook Watch, chronicling her eclectic folk musical journey, walking in those daunting footsteps. And, okay, so, because Michael Jackson is over her no matter what she does. Yes. I mean, she can't ever get away from it. And I I remember when she did... uh, the Rolling Stone, she she covered the magazine in 2017, and according to her manager, the all the magazine wanted to know about what was going on in her life, 
supposedly. But then they started asking her all the questions they agreed not to ask, which were all about her dad. Right. And they told her it wasn't going to be about her dad. And then the the cover read Paris, Paris spills Jackson secrets. And then she claimed and her manager backed her up that she was tricked into posing in front of a mural of her dad. A mural which she thought was hidden because she didn't want the photo shoot to be about that, to be about, you know, him. And because of that experience in 2017, she's been very reluctant to To speak to to the press. Okay. And that interview is the interview that I believe the Michael Jackson fans got the impression that she did not like her dad, her dad's fans. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Okay. okay, let's play the next part. I do wear my heart on my sleeve, or so I've been told, so people can usually tell when something's wrong. The world first saw that vulnerability in 2009, when at age 11, Paris spoke these heartbreaking words at her father's memorial service. Ever since I was born, Daddy has been the best father you could ever imagine. And I just wanted to say I love him so much. Years later, at age 15, in the midst of more trying times, Paris would write the intensely personal Geronimo. Now, a track from the EP. To love someone. To What can you tell us about the young woman who wrote Geronimo? Kids can be mean, um, you're going, your body's going through changes, uh, your emotions are everywhere, it's all over the place. A lot of uh, kids that age also suffer from depression and, and hardcore uh, mental illnesses. In your toughest times, you've talked about some of the stuff you went through, depression, self-harm. What was, you think, the source of your pain? I think part of it was, um, a good portion of it was just being that age and and going through the trials and tribulations of a 15-year-old girl. Also just trauma. Trauma is, you know, the seed to any kind of um, unhealthy coping skill that you choose. I remember when my sister first played Geronimo for me. I can hear and feel all the emotion and pain and hurt that went into that song. And I just remember thinking that, You know, this was a song I think that other people both could relate to, but other people needed to hear. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
What's it like to hear your brother say stuff like that? <laughs> it's, um, it's amazing. I don't want to get all like emotional, but he's, he's everything to me. So, it's, it was. It's interesting because when you think back to those little kids in the mask, which was being eleven years up, ago, right? she was eleven when her dad died. Two thousand nine, when her dad died. But but even before, you know, watching them grow up and stuff, and um, she's really quite lovely. She really has struggled with depression and a lot of other things. And would we be very course, think being an eleven year old kid yeah. losing your dad, and your dad was mm. Michael Jackson, and your dad was everything because he was like the mom and the dad because she lived with her dad, and, right? She did, you know, she has weathered some brutal press in her, her very young life, I would say, um, because the scrutiny never left her. Yeah. Once he died, I mean, the paparazzi, everything. Let's go ahead and play the last one, Holly. We see a clip early on in your docuseries where you tell your father that you want to do something just like him. What, what, what do you want? I do what you do. What do I do? You dance and sing. What did he ever tell you about being a performer? No matter what it was we were interested in, at one point I wanted to be an astronaut. He was like, do it. Do it, you know, educate yourself as much as possible and then go with it, with every aspect of life. Why are you stronger now? What's helped you the most in terms of getting up and facing the day in a way maybe you couldn't years ago? Perspective, I think, is is the biggest one. But, you know, they say, like, new levels, new devils. You get stronger, life will get a little harder. When you are on stage and you're performing one of your songs and you see in somebody's eyes that you're connecting with them, what does that feel like? Um, I have to look away because it brings me to tears sometimes. It's a good feeling. And I guess, you know, at one point in... um not in this interview, but uh, her publicist is Elliot Mintz. You know, she got in a Twitter war with 50 Cent over something he said about her dad. So there's been lots of stuff that she, by her own admission, she would get dragged into. And so she's given this impression to Michael Jackson fans that she can't stand any of the people that liked oh. him. And she needs that support. Base. So yeah. I just kind of think this interview was like maybe just a way of letting mainstream audience that might be Michael Jackson fans. Right. When we come back, we'll play the song. It's called You Look Glorious by the Soundflowers. And it's beautiful. It, it's an amazing mm-hmm. song. So nothing like Michael Jackson music. But Not at anyway, all. We'll be right back. Julia, I'm stuck with you and you're stuck with me and Holly, you're stuck with the both of us. I, I know and I am still not sick of this song. Oh, it's it's a great song. Yeah. It, it's really, because we've been trying to figure out what's the song of the summer and everything. I don't know what the song in the summer is this, yet. I still love that, that one. That is the, certainly one of the jams of the summer. Yeah. The slow jam. It's a the slow dancing jam. song. Rock it's back a wedding yes. song. It is. Um, just going back to Paris Jackson for just one minute. Um, uh, in in the Facebook, her Facebook watch series, Unfiltered, she does talk about her dad and making them wear the mask. Oh, she does? <laughs> what yes. does she say? And she said, um, my dad, we'd be in the studio and he'd look outside and he'd see kids in the studio and he just, he didn't want that for us. He, so we wore masks so that we could for the most part, we could go to Chuck E. Cheese. Be anonymous. We could go to Circus Circus and we could go and no one knew who we were yeah. and he made it fun. Yeah. And I appreciate that now because she said we had a lot of magical things that we didn't realize we wouldn't have been able to have 
done. And my dad made the mass be fun. Well, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. And so, give them anonymity. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, good. And, um, and, and she just says, you know, I know I've accepted. No, I won't have a private life, but it, she admits it is added, you know, gave added to anxiety and panic attacks. Oh. Because think about the whole world has been staring at you since you got up and spoke at your dad's funeral. And even at eleven, that. but even before that, but but yeah, not but to not, the extent. You're right. Not you're then right. they followed her to her, you know, school, and there yep. were school uh, school kids, and then she had to go to the horse. I mean, really, that would be think of when all the eyes are on the world, right as you're getting to be a prepubescent. You know what I mean? Think of Chelsea Clinton. Yes, exactly. <laughs> not easy, right? No. Should we listen to this? You look glorious. This is her uh, group. The sunflower is, is it her and her boyfriend. Yes. Download that. It'd be one, we need the album to be downloaded. We, there's only 482. 482 have sold in three weeks. You know, I, we, I have a soft spot for that Paris Jackson, so I, all those kids. I, oh, totally. But Prince, they seem like Prince seems okay. And, he does. you know, Blanket, I hope he's got a new nickname. Same. But he shuns the spotlight and they don't ever, he doesn't get followed or right. bugged. Like, you know, classic youngest, just. All the leave me alone. Le- yeah, they're leaving leave them alone. Leave me alone. Okay, so this is just kind of a crazy story. If we could just envision ourselves being the fly on the wall when Victoria and David Beckham meet their son's fiance's family at the first family thing, because the, are both of the kids twenty one that just got engaged? Um, Brooklyn Beckham is okay. twenty one, and Nicola. Peltz is 25 and she's the daughter of a billionaire. Okay. And she is a very eclectic family. I mean, it could be something out of a Robert Altman movie. On the plus side, there's the money. Sure. Her first cousin on her dad's side is a New York broadcaster and filmmaker, Perry Peltz, Hmm. if anyone knows that. And then um, on her mother's side is when things get interesting. Her mom has a sister who goes by the name Chandy Duke Hefner. Okay, she, I absolutely okay. like all be, those names. She used to be Charlene Gale Hefner, and she's changed it to Shandy Duke Hefner. She's a Hare Krishna sort of. Okay. Chandy went to Hawaii in the late 1980s. Holly, you might recognize this story. And she um, charmed herself into the life of another billionaire, a billionaire by the name of Doris Duke, Duke, the richest woman in the world. Yes, yes, yes. The the, DuPonts family. Doris Duke. Oh, okay, never mind. No, different family. Um, But she was incredibly eccentric, Doris Duke. Oh, and her chin went on longer than Jay Leno, and that is just me being catty and mean. And when I say that she... (laughs) I'm catty, I mean, but that I mean, I don't think she was a DuPont. Doris Duke. No, she was a tobacco heiress. Tobacco, that's it. But boy, she was... She was the richest... She was a Duke. She She was. So she used to throw lawn parties. This is how rich and eccentric she was. She used to throw lawn parties for her llamas complete with cakes and funny hats. And she adopted Chandy, who's (laughs) Nicola Speltz's aunt. Okay. After being convinced by Chandy, she's Harry Krishna, that she was the reincarnation of her dead daughter. Oh, Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay. And then once Chandy was adopted by Doris Duke, who, I don't know, was in... I don't know if she was in her late 70s, early 80s. Um, 
when she was adopted, Doris bought this sprawling horse farm. And um, when Doris died, um, there was this well-publicized fight between Chandy and Doris's ex-butler, Bernard Lafferty. Chandy, the adopted, reincarnated daughter of Doris Duke, and you know, going to be uh, in-laws or, you know, related or or nieces marrying Brooklyn Beckham. She sued Doris Duke's estate and wound up inheriting $65 million. And um, that was covered by all the magazines. There was a magazine called Fame and, I mean, Vanity Fair, New York Magazine. It was a huge story. And Chandy lives on the horse farm now. And, um, she has a modest charity, and it gives her this air of philanthropy. But um, uh, she had the ranch is here in the United States, and blah blah blah. But I mean, she, hopefully, she's going to the rehearsal dinner and the wedding. And Victoria Beckham Gets hears about this. this story and does some research on her candy. Lori, we have to revisit. Doris Duke, Duke. Though, because Shangri La was the name of the estate in, in Hawaii. Hawaii. Falcon Lair was in Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. which was un- once owned by Rudolph Valentino. But also, she was responsible. Um, Duke was presented to Society as a debutante at a ball at Rough Point, the family's residence in Newport, Rhode Island, which we were just talking about in the Sun Country. I'd- yeah, what year but would that have been? Like that was 19... in 1930. Wow. When she turned 18. She was the world's richest girl, mm-hmm. and um, she. But she was responsible for helping um, redo all the homes on the. Um, what did we call that walk in Newport, Rhode Island? Oh, the Mansion Walk, or what is it called? You know what I'm talking about. I know about? what you're we calling would, it. They call it it's something. The mansion. So is it? Um, Oh, it starts it's just one after another. Yes. The Vanderbilt estate. And if they and, called yeah. it the They have a name. Yeah. I can't remember. Okay, yeah. so she did that. She did that, yeah. Well, you could do a vintage scandal on uh, Doris Duke. Oh, jeez. But yeah, Chandy. I love that. Lord, that's she, really good. That she charmed her way into Doris Duke's life. Chandy Hefner also had a fake wedding with Pee Wee Herman. Oh, okay. Doris Duke's mansion in Honolulu. No way. Okay, this is this is (laughs) crazy. Well, this is fun. So this is Victoria and David Beckham. This is one of the people that they just are like, you know, this to be a fly on the wall at that rehearsal dinner when they all meet or whatever. And and I just want to say for people who are looking for something fun to do, Mm -hmm. that um, mansion walk in Newport, Rhode Island. You know, you have the homes of the Vanderbilts, the Astors. You and I did the I tour of the did. Vanderbilt. We, it was amazing. It's amazing. It was kind of what it reminded me of was like when I did the when I went to Versailles. It's, it's that. Totally, it's, it's that, that fantastic. It is. And then you just you've never seen so much gold leaf mirrors expand. Oh. You're like, how, I I remember thinking, okay, this is how bougie I was. I was like, how much would it have cost to heat this place? Mm-hmm. I. Oh yeah, it was no. How we, cold is this place? It really that is a really beautiful thing, and you can see everything because there's not a lot of trees because it's right on, on the, the rocky mm, point of mm-hmm. the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Oh, and oh. isn't that the famous the Black Swan? The well, the Edith Wharton's novel The Age of Innocence was, was there, placed there, and everything. But there's a pl- yeah. famous famous tavern there called the Black Dog or the yes, Black you're Swan. Right, Lori. It's been there since like. 
you know, 1890 or something like that. It's got the low ceiling. I, yes, yes, yes. We were there. Some small cottages, as they were referred to. Right, <laughs> right. It. That was fun. Remember, yeah. we we had fun there. Mm-hmm. 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 The Breakers, the Elms. Yeah, the Isaac Bell House. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I know. All right. All right. That was just our little I like that little that little version. That little I mean, Doris tidbit. Duke. They've made movies about her. I do feel like Susan Sarandon played Doris Duke. Oh my in god, a I movie, can see it. And yeah. I watched it. And and somebody great played Bernard Lafferty, the, the butler. Oh. And Bernard I, and Doris. Okay. Yes, it was, it was an Marie, HBO movie. Marie, I totally watched it. I know it. So it was Ralph Fiennes. Ray Fines. Ray, Ray Fines. Okay. And, um, and, and Susan Sarandon. Yes, you are so oh, yeah. right. And then there was a um, way back when Too Rich, The Secret Life of Doris Duke was a miniseries in 1999. But Bernard and Doris just came out in, in 2006. Yeah, no, I told, I, I'm sure Donnie and I watched it mm-hmm. and talked about it and you didn't watch it. I'm just Oh, kidding. no, I was always, I... <laughs> I love, you can see her in the magazines, her and also that really, really rich woman who had more titles than Queen Elizabeth. Oh, the, the one, the Marbella, the yeah. poodle lady the poodle from lady. Spain. Yeah, from Spain. Oh my God, oh, we were her. obsessed. Oh, we were obsessed. Yes. Obsessed with her, and she she's the most titled yes. woman in the world. She had more titles than Queen Elizabeth. And I just put in poodle lady from Spain, Spain. and I'm just going to see if she shows up. <laughs> and she married like a, like a, a 40, yes. 40 some year old yes. guy. And, but you know, she was happy and posing in bikinis oh. and... She had like the world's curliest okay, hair. Okay, yes. Her name was Katiana Fitzjames Stewart, the Duchess of Alba. Lori. Yes, the Duchess of oh Alba. Oh my God, we were obsessed with her too. We were. <laughs> oh. All right, listen. She looked like a poodle. She really, Literally. She really did. Um, when we come back, guess who is told, do not pass, go, go directly to jail. We'll be right back. Hello, Louis Capaldi. Before you go, all right, who's not going? Well, to go okay. home before they go to jail. <laughs> would would we agree that there isn't a woman in the world who is uh, would want to be Ghislaine Maxwell? Oh, heavens, <laughs> no, no. Jeez, I, first of all, did tell everyone how to pronounce your name right your entire life. I know Ghislaine Maxwell. So she pled not guilty this morning mm-hmm. to charges she helped traffic young women for Jeffrey Epstein to sexually abuse as well as take part in abuse herself. It was a video conference. She pled not guilty. Uh, then her trial date was set for July 12, 2021. And then you know, they year. go back wow. and forth. Mm-hmm. The prosecutor said, you know, uh, the investigation remains ongoing. So probably squeezing her and yeah, whatever yeah. other things they have. And then um, uh, the prosecutors told that you're on her. She's an extreme flight risk. She's and then they presented all the banking information of what yes. she's got and that she'd be an extreme flight risk because 20 million, three passports. And she's eluded everybody for a year. Her lawyers, her defense lawyers said, she was hiding from the intrusive media and not oh, the authorities. Right. Oh, that's always it. Everything when, is blamed on media. When she dropped out of sight after Jeffrey Epstein was arrested last July, and uh, then, you know, in a slow buildup to an inevitable conclusion, the judge said, denied. We've all watched Law and Order. There's no way a judge would say 
bail for somebody with that kind of Mm-mm. economic means. I mean, any- another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Any of us, right? No. She broke down in tears. Oh, she did? She was denied bail. I mean, she has to stay locked up for a year. Till July 2021. And then she'll be found guilty. And then she's locked up forever. She had offered for the $5 million bond, you know, bail. um, She had a $5 million bond co-signed by two of her sisters and backed up by more than $3.75 million property in the UK. They said no. So what? Who cares? It's nothing. She offered to stay in a luxury hotel with electronic monitoring. (laughs) Prosecutors Talk about being in denial of what you're done. Did she not watch Filthy Rich while she was on... um, on on her um, you know hideout from the media because then maybe she could have been reminded of all the stuff she forgot if she'd watched that uh, maybe she would have gotten charged up or something and been preparing more of her her uh, videos that she's got Lori, on the thumb drives. Well, it's interesting that she was worried about the intense media scrutiny oh. because she posed as a journalist herself. When she bought this home that she was living in in New Hampshire, she bought it with Scott Marshall, who was retired from British military. And they said he's working on a book. He's right. And she was a journalist when they bought it. And then what happened was um, the real estate agent soon realized after they saw Jen Marshall, it was hashtag Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, they said she looks really familiar mm-hmm. and like this lady. So that's all that. I'll... I mean, that's, she didn't even dye her hair. This woman is the stupidest criminal ever. <laughs> Not only is she a, a, a you horrible know, person, a horrible person, but she is a stupid criminal with all the money and the means to, to go drop to... out of her life Safe forever, forever. I watched the Harrison Ford movie, The Fugitive. He dyed his hair and shaved off his beard in the sink at the bus station. Even (laughs) Olivia Newton-John's husband went away for years. He just surfaced last his own death. death. Remember that? He was gone for like 15 years. Something like that. Yeah, and they just came surfaced like a couple years ago. I mean, I mean, so she she thinks she's and then she's got her phone wrapped in tinfoil. I mean, I don't I know like what that. movie she was she was watching, and but this is good. This is why bad people get caught. Get caught. So mm-hmm. anyway, I'm sure that uh, the victims are very happy, and I'm sure she was. I love it that she's going to suffer for a year before her trial. Well, I mean, they're going to have to. I don't know. I, I don't know how they're going to. I don't know how many thumb drives she has out there if I'm found dead. You know those mm-hmm. things? Again, I've watched too many movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that even comes up in um, 
the book for tomorrow, Leanne Dolan's book mm-hmm. about the Sweeney sisters finding the thumb drive with yes. the dad's manuscript. With the yeah, yeah. With the evidence. it just it I just it was just found. Yeah. Yeah, kind of funny. Anyway, and then I will just, uh, you know, they always, because in any story about Ghislaine Maxwell, you know, they always do, you know, make the point that Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine's former lover and convicted pedophile, um, took his own life while locked up at the Metropolitan Correction Center in Manhattan on sex trafficking charges just three weeks after he was arrested. So this is, you know... There's two things. There could be like she could be a, a target from other prisoners. Like that would like a somebody that gives you some credibility. Again, I'm falling back on my TV show. Well, we'll just see. Sons of Anarchy get... and everything else, but it can give you like some credibility, or maybe someone pays that knows somebody to take a hit out on her. I mean, she's. Her life is over, and yeah. that is good. Good, you know, that's some good news. Yes, it's some great news. And here would be just my other thing that I really, I'll just take. Uh, I would, I would like to take exception to the media, the mainstream media. I don't know how much longer we need to uh, keep reminding them. I guess people are going to have to start tweeting and telling people, but we are not using the phrase "committed suicide." Died by suicide. Died by suicide, took their own life. Who said that? Every outlet, the New York Post, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Star Tribune, on TV. Again, the morning shows did not cover Elvis Presley's grandson taking his own life. Lisa Marie's um, beloved son. my Benjamin Keel. People are just, uh, yeah, they didn't cover it at all. But I, they, I've heard it used on TV. I've heard other people, and the reason why we don't say committed suicide is because it's so judgmental, and it sounds like you've committed a crime, you've committed a rape, a murder, right? And it sounds so uh, mean and judgmental, I guess. Mm-hmm. And when someone takes their life, it's, it's. A culmination of a lot of different things. It it isn't something that should be judged because it's not for anyone else to know or understand. And it's a way of keeping a shame around it. Exactly. And even, you know, like even my family, when this first happened 10 years ago with my first nephew, Mm -hmm. I would like say to people, my nephew committed. And I would kind of whisper it and then... Like somewhere between the two nephews, the, mm-hmm. the five years, yeah, five years apart, um, then there the suicide some... experts started saying, you know, we need to change that language. So I just would died by suicide, died by suicide, mm-hmm. took their own life. But I just really wish that people would be more sensitive. That's that are in shocking the media. to me that I I didn't notice that. It's I guess still I'm... happening. Right. Every article that comes up with Ghislaine, that's what they describe Epstein did. That he committed suicide. Got it. Even though, you know, I want to be judgmental about him. I just wonder if he did take his own life. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup. So you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. 
At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.